You're tuned in to Business, Faith, and Family with entrepreneur, author, and friend, your BFF host, Christina Harris. She has a wealth of knowledge, but more importantly, brings to you the love of God. She's authentic and transparent. Get ready to be blessed. Your life coach is here on the BFF Show. Hey, 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 it's your BFF, Christina Harris, here on Business, Faith, and Family. Today's episode, we are talking about don't be afraid to be great. I have with me here in the studio my best friend, Judith Wright. Hi, Christina. Hey. And um, today, actually, when I went on Facebook, I seen your post. And it was very profound. I loved it. And it read, there are certain things we all seek in our lives, such as love, meaning, purpose, and joy. But how do we fill our days with these glorious things? Are they found outside of ourselves or inside? What if each day included these three questions? Who can I love? Who can I bless? Who can I help? What effect would this have on those we encounter and us? And then I love the quote here in the artwork says, don't be afraid to be great. So what and how did that come about today? Because it's so awesome. Well, I, um, I start most of my days thinking, you know, obviously praying and thanking God for the day itself. Mm-hmm. And then I started um, quite a while ago trying to live outside of my own self. And that, you know, those things like the post says, you know, the things that we seek, love, meaning, joy, and purpose mm-hmm. are, are very, very rarely found as long as we have that internal um, style of living. They actually come through living outside yourself and thinking about other people. And of course that's, you know, that's biblically based. Mm -hmm. And so I thought those questions, you know, those questions really take the place of so many of us are curious, like, Oh, what's my purpose, God, or what am I supposed to be doing with my days? And those are, those are hard questions to answer. We don't always get like clearly defined answers from him. Um, but we can, we can look at, we can look at it's scripture and in Matthew um, 22, where they asked Jesus what the greatest commandment of all is, he kind of gives us an illustration of that. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, of course, first and foremost, love God with your mind, your soul, your body, all that you are, you love God. That's the, the ultimate greatest commandment. And then he gives us the second one where he says, love your neighbor as yourself. Okay. And, and I think that that's actually, um, an interesting concept because he adds those two words into that scripture where he says, as yourself. Mm. And I think a lot of us, I'll speak for some women I've had the, the opportunity to mentor and lead, um, is, is we struggle there. We struggle That's with true. how we see ourselves. We struggle That's with um, what is it that God wants me to do? What has he designed me for? And, and we, we find ourselves in this seeking mode mm. that we're always seeking. We're always seeking answers to him. And then sometimes in that seeking, we can miss the joy of the day. How about that? So, so the idea of the post today was to, to kind of shine a light on that and to say, well, how about this? How about this philosophy of, of okay, God, I'll, I'll decide to live in your will and to say, God, who do you want me to love today? And that, because that's what the scripture says. It says, love others. So mm-hmm. I'll take, obviously, I'll love you, God, first. Now, who would you like me to love after that? Mm. And then and then add to that, well, God, who can I, who can I bless? Mm. Um, and I don't mean that financially. I mean that, you know, we have at our fingertips so many opportunities to bless another human being. 
Um, it can be eye contact. Mm. It can be a smile. It can be a hug if that's appropriate. It can be speaking words of encouragement into really anyone that you contact. Mm. You know, so those are people that, you know, however your day goes, if you're on at work or if you're not at work, how, whatever your day looks like, you always have that opportunity to speak words of life into another human being. And that, and that through that, and then so then after that, or if there's an opportunity to help someone. And again, you know, that, that can manifest in so many different ways. Mm. You know, is it, by, is it by noticing something that they've done? Is it by, is it by, you know, speaking to them? Is it by doing something simple that you can do in your giftings Mm. that would be something outside their possibilities, you know, because they're gifted otherwise. So there's so many ways and none of these are about, you know, about anything other than just kind of knowing who you are in Christ and knowing what your gifts are a little bit and then just kind of letting God pour those onto people. So, so the idea is, you know, in this simplicity, Mm, because, you know, like, just like what Jesus says, he says that, you know, a little earlier in scripture, you know, in Matthew 11, he says, my yoke is simple. Mm. And, and I, I believe that with my whole heart that it's, it's, it's not complicated. You know, there's, there's the part of what Jesus died to give us, which was to save us, okay. you know, from, from the sinful life and that we're honestly, we are forgiven. Mm. So he's handled that for us. And then he's handled the fact that if, if we believe that and we confess him, mm. you know, that we're going to, we'll be in heaven, we'll see God there. But there's this in-between part, which is our everyday life and how we're living. And that's the part that's very hard. But I think that, you know, in, in another scripture, he says, you know, it's to be abundant, to live in abundance, yes. whatever that means to you. And that we have that opportunity every day to do that by choosing things, by choosing to put yourself in a position, you know, that's inside God's will, which is to be good to other people mm-hmm. in, in, in little ways, big ways, medium ways, however, mm-hmm. however it presents. And that that to me, you know, God in my mind, really wants us to be examples. He says, become, you know, mature and become disciples of, of my gospel of peace. And and to me, that means to be a living example Mm. that the words I read and the prayers I make are evident in my actual 24 hours in my day with whoever I encounter. So, so the focus of the post today is that, you know, however I feel, if, if I choose God in my day, I'm choosing to be great through his goodness. Mm. So, so choosing that, so focusing outside of self and instead focusing on God allows me to be great. And I don't have to fear what I do know or what I don't know. It doesn't matter because it's God. He's directing everything. So, so we can live in this greatness that his, that his beautiful work has, has allowed us this opportunity to live in. How about that? I love that. And you know, I love that you actually brought that scripture up in Matthew 11, because you, it says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. And when we read that, sometimes we don't realize that for some people, the, the yoke is heavy, you know, and it's not easy, you know, religion, a lot of people grow up in really religious settings. And if in the, that law, remember, you know, God came to give us grace. So that law portion of it also makes people feel that God isn't approachable. You know, how can we be great when I'm smothered with the guilt, shame, and condemnation from my past? How can I, and I love that verse that you, you know, brought up in Matthew 22, when um, it says, love God, love others as yourself. And I remember you, you know, had um, helped me with that when we first met, when 
according how you love yourself will be the same way you love other people. And if you don't feel that self-value, worth, and that love, well, that's going to reflect on how you love other people. You know, that's going to set the tone and definition for that. And I've seen that play out time and time again in my life. And I've noticed that the more I really allow God to love, heal, that reflects in the lives of those around me, my children, my family, you, you know, those I'm privileged to come in contact with. Um, so I'm so I'm so blessed that you would even um, bring up those verses because those are pertinent. And um, how does one be great? And, and as you said, when we, Christ has done a lot for us, all right? Everything for us. We have the righteousness, that means the right standing to come before God. Um, but we just have to live out the manifestation. So your post is so intentional. That's that be alert, be intentional about how your day goes. You know, um, don't just pray it. Let's walk it out. Let's put it into action. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Well, in the book of James, it says, you know, faith, faith without works is, mm. is death. Um, and, and it doesn't mean works in a sense that, you know, you can earn anything. It, it, means, it means adding your, you know, your, your boots on the ground mm-hmm. to, to, God's, to God's great plan. And that as we do that, mm-hmm. as we do that, is where we learn so very much. Mm-hmm. I've had I've had an amazing um, experience, which I'm so grateful for, which is to be in a position to to mentor um, and to to lead some some women um, through small groups and through some other experiences where we do some other uh, other things to get close and to the heart of what's going on with them. And and historically, that as yourself piece is is where where most of the sanctification process mm, yeah. is is needed because mm. we um especially as women we're very hard on ourselves um we look to you know we look to like media and and some other things that are you know worldly to to define the woman that we're supposed to be mm. and and really where where the definition of the woman we're supposed to be is is in God's eyes mm. so it's That's it's good. seeing ourselves which we don't we don't really usually see ourselves through God's eyes we see ourselves through a comparison you know to an external image which is really impossible for us to meet and that and that that starts to form some things in the woman you know where there's doubt there's self-esteem issues there are you know things that are painful and hurtful in the experiences that we've had you know with maybe some family members with maybe um you know growing up having harsh things done or spoken over to us and then there's these things and they get they get inside and they take root Mm. and they become strongholds and then they really you know greatly interfere with God's image wow. of how he designed us. And he says that I designed you in the womb. I designed you in my image. Mm. Um, but we're looking for other places for what, what our image is supposed to be. So we're out of line with what he's saying. And that's why we experience discomfort, dis-ease um, in our persons. And that, and that right there is, you know, so when you look back to that scripture and it says, love others as yourself. So if you're in this position where you don't feel great about yourself mm-hmm. or, or you feel some, you know, maybe there's some false things, you know, where the image you present really isn't who you actually are, but you mm. think it's what people want to see. Wow. And, yeah. and that, you know, that's very detrimental to your spirit, mm-hmm. you know, to be outside of who God made you to be. So, you know, the idea behind the teachings and, and all of, all of the, the good work is, is to see, um, 
who who God has made you to be yeah. and what Jesus has died to give you mm. because you are you are worth it in his eyes. You are the one out of out of the hundred. The ninety nine are yes. and he leaves the ninety nine in an open field to come for you. Mm. And so understanding that that's how much Jesus loves us and that's how much God loves us to send Jesus for us. And and that there are, you know, the Bible is loaded, loaded with promises and beautiful things about who God believes us to be. And then as we come more into line with that, and it's a process because you have to take away the strongholds. You have mm-hmm. to you have to do um, the introspection to see what you're believing and does do those beliefs line up with scripture? Mm-hmm. And and if That's they it. don't, you you know, you're 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 you want to get rid of them. You know, that. you want to find a faithful friend, um, someone that you trust, you know, that's in, in, in line with God to help you, you know, learn how to get that out of your person mm-hmm. and to stop believing things that are not of God. Mm-hmm. And and that once you start to remove those things and to, to bring into your spirit, to bring into your person these beautiful powerful mm. like bold things and i'm not talking about pride at all i'm talking about the spirit of god alive in you mm-hmm. you're you're very humble humble in this but you're bold you're bold in who god has made you to be yeah, and it's okay yeah, yes. and it's okay i know i've met a lot of them and then and they say oh, i've been told i'm too much i'm not enough i'm too much of this mm-hmm. or i talk too much i all these things where people would put these labels yeah, on you, yeah. but but in 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 the in the purity of who God you s- says you are, you're enough. Mm. You're more than enough. You're mm. perfect. Your only perfection possibility, in fact, is through knowing those things. Wow. Because as humans, you know, we're imperfect. But but through God's love, God's perfect love, and that consistent cleansing, and then choosing to believe it mm. and to and to have faith and trust in it, that affects the. The, the person that you are in your spirit and it affects the person that you are in your day. How about that? And then we go out, you know, and this is, it's fascinating to me. I meet with a lot of people and they say, oh, my day was terrible. and my this was that. Well, you can't really control the stimuli in your day. You can't control who's going to say something mm-hmm. to you. But the one thing that you do have the ability to do is to put your head together with God okay. and to be full of him. So I believe, I believe in the scientific principle of displacement. Two things can't occupy the same mm. space at the same time. Yes. So I, I believe that if I'm full of God, if I've done my, my, my prayer time, however it manifests, mm-hmm. is different for everyone, but however, in the morning to prepare and to think about God, to read the proverb of the day, if that's, if that's what, what my way is, and then to think about maybe my, my spiritual armor, which is his own armor, by the way. Amen, if yeah. you read, there's a tie from, from Ephesians all the way back in Isaiah where it's God's mm. armor that we get. So knowing that we're wow. wearing his armor, not just a, a little copy. Mm. Um, and that if I begin my day... If I begin my day with those kind of thoughts, well, then suddenly what's going to happen in front of me on the external isn't quite as overwhelming because I'm full of God's goodness, not my own, but his. Mm. So he's preceding me. He's making the path clear. He's allowing me to have those beautiful fruits of the spirits like like patience mm. and kindness, regardless of the person you know, that may be interacting with me, I can extend these things out of the grace of God, which means then now that person has an opportunity to experience God themselves wow. through the behavior. And it's just, it's very simple. So it's a, it's an idea of, of preparedness, of learning and knowing who you are in Christ and that the gifts are, are bountiful. 
that he's given us, but we kind of don't necessarily, it's like buying a, a, a Ferrari, for mm. example, and not really understanding what it can do. How about that? That's so, good. so, you know, not to use that as a, but it, it works. Um, but so what Jesus died to give us is so much above and beyond mm. just forgiveness and then heaven, this hole in between where we have so much opportunity to become, you know, really to becoming on a daily basis in the image of Christ. And, you know, and that's, that's where, that's where the idea is like greatness mm. through, through, through the learning and the loving of all that's in that precious book that he gave us. It really is a guide. You know, it always, it always makes me laugh when I think about it. I look at mine and I put the little Bible tabs on it, which I love doing that project. And I look at it from the side and I think, you know, here's my file cabinet with yeah. every answer to every question mm. I'll ever have in my life. Mm. And that, and that it's thousands of years old, but it's still so incredibly relevant to like my moment to moment daily life. How about that? And that as I choose it, it changes me. Mm. It allows me to extend myself. It allows me to affect my, my husband, mm -hmm. my children, my, my home, my, the people I'm around and, and the people that I don't even know just by being out in the public and being ready to, to do good things, like to say thank you or to hold a door or to put my grocery cart back mm. and, and little things, you know, that, that little, that spirit of God's excellence yes. that attaches to yes. you when you're, when you're around him, you can't really help but do that. And then, so going back to, you know, what the post said, it said the things that we crave, you know, we crave this in our life. We crave above anything. We crave love. Mm. And God, he gave me that message a long time ago. He said, tell them they're good enough and tell them that I love them. And then there's the Bible verses where Jesus says, and my yoke is simple. So to me, I'm like, I, I think that's the most simple message that. that you can receive. And so the, mm. the, the, the things behind that with the post then are, are out, out of this style of living, this intentional um, choosing God, choosing good, choosing God's way, choosing Jesus. Um, it, it allows all those things. Mm. And, then, and then as you do that, it comes back to you and you never know how and you never know when. Sometimes you don't even know at all. Mm. But but then you get these periods where you feel this. You feel this intrinsic joy. You feel that love of God. You feel that that peace that mm -hmm. transcends all understanding mm. in your person. And you can know, you can know that you're working in line with God's will because the fruits arrive. Mm. You know, I, I think about one thing you said, which is so crucial. Um, at Christ's death, we were privileged to so many things, you know, not just salvation, but we have a whole entire identity in Christ. And um, it, it's, 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 it's like being set free from imprisonment for years and come out of that only to still live as um, a slave or as if you're still in prison. And um, as you said, like you, we have to see the manifestation of it in our lives. We have, it's our jobs to know our joint identity in Christ, you know? And one thing you said, which um, just continues to baffle me in my own relationship with God is you chose me first. Mm -hmm. You chose me time and time again, you know, through our shortcomings, 
our constant inconsistency. Um, he still loves us through all of that and chose us. And knowing how it all play out, he still chose to die for us and give us things. You know, the Bible says that angels don't inherit salvation. There's no second chance for them. But here we, God gives us another chance to repent and be reconciled with him. And um, I'm so grateful for that. When And oh, I, I love in Matthew 22 when it says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind. And you know, too often in um, transparency, we make other things above that. You know, as you said before, a lot of us struggle with the strongholds of things people may have planted in us a long time ago which have become our Lord in a sense. That, that voice of people telling us you're never going to be anything. You're not loved. You know, um, the labels we wear. And God is saying, will you take my identity? Will you take my armor? Will you take my spirit? Will you um, accept my son? I've made provision before you. And um, that alone should be a motivation to say, Lord, while I'm here on this side of heaven, I want to, I don't want to just wait, just, you know, let life do a number on me, beat me up and, and live imprisonment, even though you set me free. And then when I get to heaven, it's all going to be glorious. No, you have given me tools, strength, your spirit and everything I need to live that abundant life you said. Now, every day may not be perfect, but I'm perfectly set in your will. I'm perfect because your spirit inside of me when I'm weak, and Lord knows there's lots of areas of our weaknesses, but the Bible says that those areas are privileges and opportunities for him to make himself strong in us. And it only brings us closer to God. It only creates a relationship. I always say God's relationship have to be cultivated. Like any relationship, a marriage, a friendship, you know, we're here, we're spending time together when we do our devotional time. All those things are being cultivated. And out of that cultivation is trust, consistency, and it bears much fruit. And my hope is that um, everyone will get to a place where they begin to be intentional, like your post provokes. Be intentional about your day. Be intentional about your purpose for that day. Don't just think about your purpose being something 10, 20 years ago. I mean, from now, it's something you're actually living out right now. Mm -hmm. Your purpose is to, hey, be here with me now. Or someone else's purpose may be to, you know, provide that air or those words of encouragement to someone who's discouraged right now. You know, God, that's serving and that's serving God through others. So I, I loved your post today. It was it was timing. And um, I love the book of Matthew. And I'm so blessed and grateful that um, Christ is, he's really gone before us. He's really gone before us. And it's our jobs to um, partner with the Holy Spirit so that he continues to do that person work in us. And we'll be happy with what he does. You know, I, I found my... You know, I, I didn't like myself, you know, and, and for a long time, I wasn't happy with who I was and the things I've experienced. But I tell you, 
the time that I have allowed God to do a work in me, um, and he's so patient and gentle, um, the time I've allowed him to do a work in me, he's made some drastic changes. And I like it. It's like when you buy a house that needs a lot of work, but you start seeing when you rip that carpet up and you pull down those, you know, um, those things that don't belong there, that's been, you know, there for years, that's just taken up space. And then you start to re- rebuild. rebuild and you start to see one room at a time come mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And I thank God that he's patient and he'd do that with us if we are willing mm-hmm. to be submissive and um, do that. And I think a, a, a lot of it depends too on our perception of God. Mm. I think that sometimes we have some ideas about who he is and who he isn't mm, that, that, that can prevent us from trusting him, you know, to the full extent. And that, um, you know, my opinion, God is completely love. Mm. That's, that's, it, it's, if it's love, I can, you can recognize that, that it's that's God. Yes. And if it's, if it's not love. So as you think about, like you said, some things about how, how you felt about yourself and those are important, you know, to discover, those are important things to, to talk about with mm-hmm. God. You know, and to kind of hand them over to him Amen. to release yourself from. It's like being in a in a jail cell mm. and the jailer has unlocked it, but you continue to sit in the cell. Oh wow, that's good. So so and it's and it's it's your ideas and sometimes we can we can mistake, you know, habits or wrong thoughts for being God's punishment, mm. for example. And like, oh God wants me to be in this cell this cell mm. because I did something or this or that and and that's not what he wants for you at all you know the doors open jesus jesus so i i encourage everyone to study the symbolism um through through Mm. the the last days and the things that were done to jesus on the last day with the crown of thorns which is your mind and then your heart Mm. and i mean there's so much that he specifically wanted to help you with Mm. so that you could be free of these things that, that try and remember there's there's an honest to gosh enemy out there that doesn't want you know any, any of this message to get communicated to you it would prefer you to think that that door's locked but mm-hmm. you have power the enemy that enemy was long ago defeated About that. yet we live like we give him so much credibility mm-hmm. and so much power over That's us right. when he has none you know, I, I prefer to give all the power and credibility and love that I have to God and to Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Those are, you know, they are who lord over my life. Amen. Not fear, not worry, not shame, not condemnation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I choose to believe the things that Jesus said. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, the Bible I have, the words are read. I can really read his words and I can, I can, I can consume them like food. And I can, I can decide those things. And I'm no different than anyone else. You and I, everyone out there has the opportunity to receive these words and to receive this life that he so, so wanted us mm-hmm. each to have. And we can, we can walk out from those heavy burdens. We can walk away from them. And he says, you know, in me, you're a new creation. Yes. You know, renew your mind, mm. and you know, and and we choose things. You know, like like you have to you have to consider how what are the choices I'm making. I'm reading an author who is you know long since passed, but his name's E. Stanley Jones, and I'm reading a book called The Way. Okay, it's a very old book, and 
it's it's just this this wonderful wisdom and he says yeah of course you have free choice mm. but you're not free to choose what happens from those choices and the choices you make will either create a result for you or a consequence mm. so so that's that's my part of the faith walk with god is to recognize that i'm 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 on active duty with him you know as a warrior in his army i'm mm. on active duty my choices are mine to make with his guidance and i want results in my life mm. not consequences and and through learning the bible and praying and talking and and placing myself um around other people that are are faithful people yes that's important. um that's allowed me to learn and to shape and to and to choose wisely mm. you know and there's a lot of wonderful things you can say yes to and there's some very important things to say no to mm. if you're if you're choosing this lifestyle with god and and to me that's that's the most important thing is that, you know, in that moment that, that a decision is to be made is to take that little pause and say, God, is this you? Does this line up with what I know that you've told me is my purpose in life? Does it line up with what you've told me is, are my giftings, what you've shown yes. me? And then if it's yes, well, then I'm very quick to say yes. Mm -hmm. But if it's no, mm -hmm. I'm very strong in being able to say no, thank you. Amen. And because Jesus says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And, and very few of us really, you know, I, I wrote a mission statement and, and it's very simple and it's, it's completely taken out of the Matthew chapter where it says, love God mm -hmm. with all that I am, love others the way he loves me, because that takes my imperfection out of the picture about that? and serve others with all that he's given me. Mm. And that's, and that's just the way that I, I choose to live my life. And, and I will say that. You know, over the course of the past 10 years with those consistent decisions, it's changed dramatically. And I just experience his love and grace and mercy and abundance um, on a daily level with mm -hmm. the, the, the every, every single aspect of my life. And I'm so grateful. And then I, I, I take that very seriously. And, and you don't just sit on a gift like that. So, so the next thing you do is like, okay, girl, well, let's share that with as many women and people and men that would like to hear this message of, of abundant life. Yeah. There's a quote I um, lived by for many years that says, um, the purpose of life is to discover your gifts. The meaning of life is to serve using those gifts, to give it away, mm -hmm. you know, whether that's the wisdom you know, mm -hmm. or, or the knowledge or your time mm -hmm. and things mm -hmm. like that. And, um, you know, I've run out of titles for you as my mentor, my best friend, you know, my small group leader. And um, I'm so grateful for all of the seeds that you've planted and your level of patience and your much, much, much wisdom. How can other women connect with you? Well, actually, we had started. Thanks for asking that. That's so sweet, and thanks for those kind words. I, I, uh, I feel like it's my gift to be part of your life. Mm. Just so you know that, and that to be able to use my gifts to 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 help a woman that loves God so much is exactly what I'm glad to be doing wow. with with the time that He gives me. Um, we started we started something. It's it's just in its grassroots. Um, and, it, and it came out, it came out of our small group. We have, um, you know, women coming together to talk about various topic. 
and in there he he began to create this community okay this spirit of joy and love um and this opportunity for women to come and be transparent yes. to be very transparent and to to you know to come in this one little 2 hour window in their week and to really take all the gloves off to take off the titles of who they are and how they have to operate in their day mm. and to actually just get down to the pure spirit of who they are mm. and to talk about past hurts mm. and to talk about dreams and hopes um and to talk about what is working and what's not working and that in this in this community god just took it and he just shaped it mm -hmm. and we would be we would do a prayer circle to open and we would do a prayer circle to end and and we would just encourage like get very close get very close and then this this sisterhood that god created this connection this mm. physical connection to other women that you could come at this given time in this given place and you could trust everyone who was in the room with you mm. to listen to you to love you to minister to you and to genuinely care and that you could open up and then vice versa and when they were opening up then you take the role of care mm -hmm. minister love mm. and then it was so powerful and just sitting here it was tuesday night about a year and a half ago and he said more women need this mm -hmm. That's true. and and so he blessed it and he gave us the idea to start doing some things mm -hmm. to get to get out there and to and to get more women involved so we do uh biannually an event called the women's night of prayer Mm -hmm. And this allows, it's such a multi-purpose, generous gift that he gave us. It allows women in the small groups at that time to serve, to become leaders, to become mature disciples. Mm -hmm. They choose how they want to serve in this event. Nobody's assigned anything. And then we invite guests. We have topics for different tables. And we, we, we think of topics that are very relevant and pertinent to women. And so that those women can come and for a little while... You know, if they aren't able to come to our small groups, but they can come to our event and they can get touched by other women and they can feel that thing that, that God wants them to feel, which is that they are love. They mm -hmm. are good enough. Their problems do matter to him. Mm -hmm. And there's someone there to pray with you and talk to you. And there's no titles involved. There's no titles. There's no resumes. There's no, it's just all, all that's required is that you have a heart for God mm -hmm. and that you love him. And it doesn't matter where you are, what you do know, what you don't know, just that you're able to, to be compassionate and to love. Mm -hmm. And so we've done three of those so far mm -hmm. and each one just, just keeps getting better. Mm -hmm. the, the people that come, the people we're able to pray with and, and minister with and just care for, um, it is, is amazing. And then we also do Bible studies two a week. Um, you're certainly able to connect that way. We have a website and, and what we, what we decided to, to name it was humbled, I love it. which everybody goes hum what? And it's humble. It's humble in who we are as a, you know, as an earthly human, I, I, I'm not any, any particular thing, but bold in whose we are, mm. but because God loved me and God made me and I believe and have faith that that's the truth and that Jesus died for me, that I can be bold. Mm. I can live out my full gifts. I can speak the words of God that he places in my heart and my mind to help other people. I can, I can extend myself to help other people. And that's the idea behind humbled is, is to, is to be that place where women can come. Yes. And, and we don't know a lot of the times we don't know exactly how God wants to do it, but we have a, an active website and then we have, we have just these places to, to meet people, to give them love and give them opportunity, um, to grow into this abundant life wow. and this purpose with their gifts. And I'll tell you, it's overwhelmingly, um, 
amazing experience. We yes. are extremely grateful to be able to do this work for him. Wow, you know, it's not many people that will truly invest in someone else's life. You know, we, we even in our day-to-day, we meet people say, hey, how you doing? You know, but it, it's, it's so cliche and, you know, non-personal. But if it's anyone I've ever met that has no problems rolling up the sleeves, getting down with you with some of the things that, you know, pertain in your life so that you can grow and heal and just have the sisterhood, you know, um, it's you. It's not many people that will really invest in your life, genuinely. No motives, but just to love God and serve you. And um, you do that for a lot of us. And um, the website, you know, there's a blog on the website. And there's pictures from the events. There's always upcoming information for the next events. And, um, you know, so I encourage people to visit the website. You know, the, the blog is awesome. It's interactive. And um, I think people can even post, you know, mm-hmm. encouraging scriptures or articles that they may come about and things like that. So what was the website? It it's, was... it's humbled, H-U-M-B-O-L-D dot org. Great. Yes. So we're going to come to a close and we're going to pray out. And um, Father God, I just thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord, for just giving us another day, Lord God. I thank you for remembering the plan, purpose, and will for all of our lives. And Father God, I ask you, Lord God, to help us to understand that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Help us to really understand the revelation that you love us, we are lovable, we are enough, and it's our job to love people the way that you love us, Lord. And Father God, I just ask you even right now, Lord God, if it's someone who does not know Jesus for the pardon of their sins, that you just touch them right now, meet them where they are, heal any brokenness, Lord God, and restore them back to you. And they can repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died and rose for me. And I ask that you write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Dwell my spirit, your spirit in me, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Well, Make sure you check out the next episode and you make sure that you don't be afraid to be great. God bless. To stay in touch with your BFF, get her latest book, or to watch episodes of the show, go to BFFlive.com or follow her on all your favorite social media sites like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under BFF Host. If you'd like to book her for your next event or for direct coaching sessions, email Christina at bffhost at gmail.com.